0: Welcome to Mending the Broken Podcast, a storytelling platform where we provide tips and techniques to adapt and accept a healing lifestyle. Mind, body, soul. New beginnings. Supportive tribe. Healing hearts. Join us on a self-care journey. Love yourself Everyone, it's Bethany Ann Williams here with episode five of season two Alone but Not Lonely. Welcome back to another episode. For those of you that are joining us again, very excited and happy to have you. For those of you that are brand new, make sure you listen to the previous episodes and go through the challenges because you won't want to miss those. It is an important part of your journey. So, before we get into today's episode and all the newness that we have let's go over last week's recap last time we talked about pushing through the pain or better yet pushing back at the pain was our topic because sometimes pain pushes so hard that it needs to be pushed back so that it knows that your purpose is important and that the pain cannot stop you from your purpose With that being said, the challenge that I gave was to write out a letter to something or someone that has rooted a place, wait, something or someone that has become a negative root in your life throughout your process of living. The challenge was to write a letter to something or someone who has a negative root in your heart from a situation that has happened now I have to be honest and tell you that I did this assignment prior to even doing the episode or thinking of doing the episode so I didn't have to do it this week (laughs) because I already did it but I will talk about how it helped me so basically one it helped me to be able to do the episode last week i know in the story time i was uh, slightly vague in regards to the exact situation that happened i just kept referring to the things as a situation i'm going to be honest and let you know that i probably will not reveal what the quote unquote situation is until like season three or four like later on in life once it's cleared up just for the sake of privacy for everyone involved but with that being said, I did already li- write the letter out and I did already get the response and the healing that I needed from it. And I would say that while I caused some sort of damage by suppressing and allowing this p- pain to place root in my heart, I think it did give me time. Writing the writing letter gave me time and clarity on what was going on with me personally i am very in touch with my emotions i think i have more emotions than some people to be like i have more emotions than most people so writing out the letter did give me a chance to kind of figure out okay bethany are you over exaggerating are you being reasonable are you expecting someone to do for you what you should have done for yourself did you create a boundary And keep the boundary or did you lack on that part of it and so i hope you guys got that kind of thing out of it too because i never want it to be a let's point fingers or let's blame 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 because it's our lives and we control ourselves so it's very important that we take time to understand where we went wrong and where we could have done better i could have done better by not suppressing i could have done better by being vocal on what was going on. I also could have done better on not allowing certain things to even prick at my heart because it doesn't deserve that kind of power in my life. So that letter and that process and that challenge helped me to just kind of feel better and feel like I have more control and understanding of what is going on in my life and what I need to happen next so now that we have the recap taken care of let's slide into today's episode alone but not lonely we learn from our experiences and every story brings a great lesson from today's story we want to be sure to leave you with an encouraging word for the next step in your healing journey So the virtue of solitude, let's discuss it. Today, I want to talk about isolation versus solitude, and then more importantly, focus on the power of solitude when it comes to your healing process. So solitude is the state of being alone without being lonely. It's based on the idea that we all need access to personal, intimate space to reflect and search inwardly for growth peace and or enjoyment I want to encourage you guys today to take time to be in a state of solitude continuously as much as you can while you're going through your healing process only you really understand what you're going through you can explain it to your blue in the face but you know how it affects you the most and it's important when it comes to self-care that you tap into that fact and allow yourself to be the guide of your outcome so before we go all the way into solitude i do want to get out of the way what isolation is and why they're different because ultimately their definitions both talk about being alone And if you don't look into it further, they pretty much sound the exact same. So let's discuss it. By definition, isolation is to be or remain alone, having no one present. Proverbs 18.1 says, whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. Isolation is the refusal of intimacy connection and accountability in other words For isolation you shut down you shut out you shut people out and you pretty much just go to a place where you can be lonely Not just alone, but lonely and you can try to block out all That comes all that you need in life now the sum of the side effects for isolation are depression poor sleep quality, impaired executive function, impaired immunity, accelerated cognitive decline, and then poor cardiovascular system. I personally talked about my point of isolation when I was in a relationship that I felt like I could not discuss some years back and I had to close out all of those things when it came to intimacy connection and accountability from my family and my friends because none of it was going to go along with what i had going on in that season so basically i did experience a sense of depression i had very bad sleep quality um impaired executive function for sure impaired immunity I was getting sick a lot, now that I think about it. Um, accelerated cognitive decline. I'm not sure if that one happened, but I would say probably. And then poor vas- cardiovascular system. Yeah, I kind of have some issues with a heart murmur at that, in that time. So, I definitely do believe that isolation can cause these effects on your body and your mind. Now, moving forward to solitude. Let's go into the definition really fast. Solitude is the state or situation of being alone. Solitude is more a state of mind and heart than it is a place. There is a solitude of of the heart that can be maintained at all times. Crowds or lack thereof have nothing to do with this inward attentiveness. I love that at the end. Inward attentiveness. Solitude is inward internal attention you're paying attention internally to yourself and to your needs before we go farther into solitude let's just do a quick comparison based off of the the definitions that I provided so in my studying I found that isolation is basically being stationary and once you put yourself there it becomes unpreventable it becomes it becomes something that you really don't have any direction in. You become complacent and close-minded. And then also you start to starve yourself of needs. Whether you're starving yourself from food or starving yourself from like physical needs, when it comes to like getting outside, being active, those type of things. Those things that you need becomes less important when you're in a place of isolation. Now, solitude, on on the other hand, is maintained and controllable, it's optional, it's self-care, and it's more like a fasting, because if you step away from something, and you're doing it intentionally, you're doing it prayerfully, you're in a place where you are more so fasting than you are starving yourself from something else. Now, when you go into solitude, I do suggest... A prayer call closet, being one of them, being one of the places you go. And um, also along with that, just finding somewhere peaceful for you and your specific personality that helps create peace in your heart. While you're in this place, Philippines 48 says, "Go to whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable." If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So basically, when you're in a place of solitude, make sure that you are thinking noble, you're thinking right and pure, lovely and admirable, and overall excellent and praiseworthy. When it comes to being in solitude, like I said, either a prayer closet, Uh, meditation yoga those type of things are highly recommended so with that being said I did a five-day meditation that I just want to share some of my takeaways from if you're interested in doing the meditation let me know and I'll share a link to it but basically this five-day meditation started with solitude versus isolation so all the things I just went over in regards to the difference between the two So when it comes to placing yourself into solitude, the purpose is to emerge in courage. Solitude refreshes instead of exhausts your mental state. The point is to cleanse and detox your mind of negativity or anything that has caused any toxicity over the time that you've been dealing with certain things. You want to make sure that you are able to tap in and focus on your purpose and focus on God and just all things that are creating more purpose in your life. Okay, with that being said, there are five healing components that come with being in solitude. Those five components are knowing yourself, improving relationships, boosting creativity, improving psychological well being and having the opportunity to plan your life. On meditation day number two, we focused on recharging and stepping away from expectation. Take the time to refuel and tap into yourself. Doing so is gratifying and will uplift your spirits. Take time to be still, rest, and breathe intentionally. Recharging enhances your quality of life and the quality of life of those close to you. Be kind to yourself and make sure you're taking time to breathe. So lately, I've been working out with a trainer. Shout out to her, I suppose. But in my training workout sessions, I don't really breathe very well. And so she focuses, she always tells me, focus on my breath, focus on my breath, you know, that stuff. And with that, she also affirms me that I'm in control. When you slow down to breathe, to just breathe and focus on your breath, you really do create a mental stability of being in control. Meditation and recharging definitely creates a form of self-love and allows you to care for who you are and who you're becoming. Day three of my meditation was to focus on how to build the habit of going into solitude, specifically solitude with God. So get out of your house and get out of your head. Take a walk in the park on the street. I don't know. Just take a walk where you take time to just get out of your head and get out of your day to day day to day location. So your home so that you can take yourself to a place of peace and calmness. Find a peaceful place to pray. I always say I like to go to a body of water or lake so I'm still gonna preach that that whatever your place of peace is find it and go there I feel like I say that every time but anyways find it and go there ask God when it hurts so be intentional about still going to God when it's hurting. be intentional about still doing yoga and meditation and whatever it is that you're doing to help your body heal be intentional to do it even when it hurts even when someone hurts you they stabbed you in the back even when you're stressed out and you don't know exactly what your next steps are be very intentional about still doing the activities that help you create solitude the more intentional you are about the time you spend the better your habit will become And then also, I would say, be intentional with your thought and with your prayer on making this your default setting. Your default should be to go into solitude, not isolation, so that you can take the moments to plan out what your next step is. Plan out what your life is moving forward and how you're going to handle whatever the situation is that has presented itself. Meditation number four talked about the benefits of solitude. One of the main benefits that I got from doing these meditations was the benefit of silencing the world. There is so much noise out there. What Bethany should be doing, what Bethany should not be doing. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody thinks they know what's best for you, despite the fact that they're not the ones going through it. So you're able, when you go into a place of solitude, you really are able to quiet the noise that is not creating growth for you. That is not necessarily creating a positive experience. Next, being in a place of solitude helps you to notice temptations of the world. And then also, it helps you to notice attacks that are coming from those that don't want to see you exceed. And more importantly, it helps you formulate a response to those attacks. As we grow wiser and older, we learn how to respond to certain things. Sometimes we just choose to respond wrong. But when you have this valuable technique of solitude, you can p- process a formula for your response. Solitude also brings restoration and power and it helps you to create to become your best self. I personally feel as a closing point of the benefit of solitude it also brings much peace and finally meditation number five is about praying in solitude intimacy with god we sometimes take for granted the time we get to spend with god the intimacy we get to have with him but it's another valuable tool to have so don't forget to be intimate with God. I know with our busy lives that may sometimes become one of the last things on our list, but we need to make sure that it's more so on the top. Praying in solitude also helps our hearts to remove hypocrisy, which is a big one if you ask me. I was just talking to a friend the other day about how my mental state has changed when it comes to dealing with other people and their struggles and the judgment that they go through. I think praying in a place of solitude and just learning how to love people through their own specific situations has been a game changer for my life. Now, when something happens, if I don't agree with it or if the person is just flat out wrong, If they can just come out and say, this is why I did it, or this is what's going on with me, I have such a love and companionship for that person now. I don't have any judgment like I did back in my early 20s or high school or whatever, where it was like, that's my friend, you did what to my friend? Like, I'm not that person anymore that's like, you're right, you're wrong. Even if it's me, it's not about you're right, you're wrong. This perspective is happening for you. How can I pray for you? How can I love you through it? Is where I'm at now. And I think being able to pray in solitude, you learn how to do that with the people that hurt you or with with the people that are connected to you and in your circle, but that don't always know how to deal with you in your specific situation. They're humans. So not everybody is going to know how to process or deal with what you're going through. So being able to have a heart that can navigate the type of thing is very beneficial as you make solitude a habit instead of isolating your soul begins to crave this type of attention your soul will create growth when you allow it to go to a place where it can release recharge, gain knowledge and gain direction on what to do next so as i wrap it up about as i wrap up my chat on solitude my encouragement as i wrap up my encouragement on solitude i leave you with one final scripture this on the silent sermon is very sermon but i'm going to leave you with one final scripture and that's hebrews 6 18 through 19 it says and now we have run into his heart to hide ourselves in his faithfulness this is where we find his strength and comfort for he empowers us to seize what has already been established ahead of time, an unshakable hope. We have this certain hope like a strong, unbreakable anchor holding our souls to God himself. Basically, solitude with God, solitude with ourselves, time spent intentionally to create healing and to create An understanding of what our next steps will be is very important. We'll begin to create a different outcome and a phenomenal level of growth. We hope you leave this episode inspired and ready to work. So this week's challenge is coming your way. It's that time again. Of course, healing works when we work. So my challenge for you all this week is to do five days of meditation. The specific meditation I did, if you wanna use that one, is in the bible app that you all probably have on your phone because everyone has the bible app nowadays um there's plenty of them on youtube as well you can find meditation specifically dealing with things that you go through but i would say find a meditation that takes no less than three minutes i would say i don't have a maximum honestly um however long you want to take it i would google specifically solitude meditations because They will help you to mentally put yourself in a state where you are able to create aloneness without creating loneliness and you can do it in crowds, you can do it without crowds. Like once you've mastered it, you will be able to have the talent of taking yourself in a place of solitude. So make sure you do the meditation again. The one I specifically did is on the Bible app all you have to do is search in plans solitude and it's like the third one that will pop up but it will say meditation the other the first two are reading ones Um, literature I don't know the first two are ones you actually read through that are like Bible plans the third one is going to be meditations which is five videos that comes with it so do your five days of meditation and I hope it helps create a new habit obviously habits take longer than five days to create they say it takes about 21 but I think starting with five is a brilliant idea so go ahead do your five days of meditation I know my five really did help change my mindset and create a strength in me that I didn't know I had so that's all i have for you all today as always if you haven't done so already remember to leave a review on whatever platform you are listening from that way everyone knows what they are getting into when they click on mending the broken also if you're not already subscribed remember to subscribe before you leave the platform today And go on Instagram, follow us on MendingTheBroken underscore underscore. I hope you all have a great couple of weeks. I will talk to you guys on the next self-care Saturday. I love you all. And remember, love yourself enough to heal.